Welcome to Don't Have Game Podcast, the only show with a live audience that can only hear my side of the story, which means I can bend their will to my pleasure. Hi, I'm your host, Javier, and um, yeah, this is my new podcast, uh, pretty, not, not too shabby, right? I Today, I'm joined by somebody that uh, I respect greatly, and I also admire great, greatly. He was the creator of the Patriot Cast. Maybe you remember that show, which I took part of. For a while, um, and he's uh, he's also a, a, a you know a very good friend of mine. Uh, please welcome Mr. Andrew Blythe. How are you, Andrew? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, far too kind. Oh, have you, hello, and and it's 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 fantastic to be in this in, in your show to be a um, a guest on to be the very first guest on your yeah. show. And I, I I am I am blushing right now. I'm very flattered by you know respect me even even though you're like. How many years older than me? I'm not usually respected <laughs> by my elders, you know. It's <laughs> so it's, it's you're well, the first. It's a funny thing, Andrew, because when I first started uh, listening to your show, um, I thought you were, you know, maybe my age or maybe a little bit younger. Yeah. I didn't think that you were like a, this 17-year-old guy, you know, well, with all uh, with all this podcasting experience and everything. And and I I I don't know. I just admire you for everything that you've accomplished. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Even though my podcasting experience did kind of crash and burn in the end but well uh, you know <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah you even have you know you even have an account of uh, uh on youtube where i saw that you have like thousands of views on uh one of your videos that you posted i think it was for uh one of the middle gear solid games when it was going to come out yeah yeah i was in that but if, if, if you're going to credit a youtube account it's probably the, the one i actually do something meaningful and post guitar lessons <laughs> on you know that <laughs> instead of just stealing yeah stealing live feed three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yes, but yeah, thank you very much. I, I am, I'm truly, truly flattered and honored to be the very first guest on what is undoubtedly going to become the <laughs> most popular podcasting show ever. You know, Ricky Gervais, Kevin Smith, all those guys, <laughs> you know, they, like they're not even going to stand next to have years. Don't have game. You know, it's, they it's, don't, they, they don't got nothing on this biatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go something, on. Something that I was going to say also is that. Um, you know, you pretty much uh, inspired me to start this this podcast, and uh, and you told me, you know, you should start a new podcast. Pretty much, you made me start a new podcast. But also, <laughs> I love the way it evolved so quickly from inspiration <laughs> to being forced to do it. <laughs> also, I I thought it was pretty um it would be a good thing to have you in this podcast, so you kind of like pass the torch to me, you know, the torch of progress and and evolution in gaming podcast industry. Yeah. So yeah. I can, <laughs> so yeah. I can start my own podcast. Well, funny enough, just before we started, we're not going to go into the details, but I did tell Javier, you know, I, I told him about the few, like, just don't make the mistakes I did, please. You know, <laughs> you might actually get above like 40 members at the end, you know. So, so hopefully, hopefully Javier won't repeat my mistakes, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be great because uh, I've, you know, the listeners are about to experience this new show, this new format, and I think, I think it's going to be great, Javier. I really do. Yeah, and I think everyone knows how we both like to talk a lot. So, oh, yes. uh, with without further ado, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start a small interview with uh, Mr. Andrew Blythe, and I hope you're ready for the hard hitting questions, Andrew, oh, yeah. because this is gonna this is gonna get this deep. is gonna be worse so, than a job interview, right? It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> no, this is gonna be better. All right. oh, there's good. no job. There's I'll, no job waiting for you. <laughs> all right, because I've had a few in the last couple of weeks, so it'll be, oh yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah uh, but, yeah. Anyway, that's that's we'll talk about that off show. Okay. It's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, my first question that I had for you, Andrew, and it's since um, I don't know your full backstory, I, I would like you to give like a brief story, you know, background story of, of, of where you come from, where did you get you, where you are, and what inspired you to start playing video games? Oh, you know, when you say brief, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut out a lot of bits. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, so what I mean brief, well, first of all, I originate from, originate from Eastern Europe, from the Ukraine, a yeah. former Soviet country. It's funny enough. I'm yes, yes, it's funny enough. Yesterday I was at a Christmas party and someone who didn't know me, a girl came up to me and she said, you're from the Ukraine, yet you don't sound Ukrainian. People expect me to be like, oh, yes, hello there. I, uh, <laughs> I sold my daughter for a tank of kerosene. It's, uh, it's a good bargain for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but I have lived here for just over half of my life and here being Britain. But uh, if, if we relate this back to, to the gaming experience, is um, uh, back in the early 90s, uh, former Soviet countries, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Belarus and all those countries, they... Yeah. They were slightly behind the West because our economy was poor and the infrastructure crumbled, and you know it wasn't. There weren't bears on the streets or anything that you know the <laughs> the, the action movies of the 90s would have you believe. But uh, you know that Simpsons episode where Lisa ventures into the uh, Russian district and there's a bear trying to sell her uh, um, candy. I was going to say sweets, but candy is American. <laughs> so it's uh, but yeah, it, it, it wasn't quite like that. I, I haven't actually ever seen a bear on the street. I'll just say it now. Um, but uh, but yeah, gaming. So we were a bit behind. So when I was five, I got my first uh, games console. Like my whole family pitched in and bought me one. And this is when I was five. It, this was 1997. I was five, and it was a Sega Mega Drive. Sega Mega Drive Two actually with the blue button. Wow. One. Yeah. So you know, it, it, we were a bit behind because it was a Mega Drive. It was 97. Well, 97 in in the US would have been like PS One already, right? Let let me interrupt you because uh well I didn't live in the US you know back then I moved uh, fairly recently but um when I was you know the age that you were I was what I got from my mom was the Atari 2600 mm -hmm. uh, we're in Costa Rica and it was a little bit earlier but I don't think you guys were so far behind because Sega Mega Drive was still maybe somewhat uh, relevant although there was like Sega CD and all that stuff but yeah I don't think it was that behind continue. I think, yeah, I think it's just these days, because these days you've got to have the latest thing. Yeah. You know? no, no one's playing the PS2 anymore. Well, well yeah. I don't know. Maybe still, yeah. still are. But, yeah. Probably not. Yeah, so, and uh, <laughs> this is a funny experience. So, um, I got the Mega Drive, and with it I got two games. Um, and the two games I got were Disney's Aladdin, which is an ah, awesome. I remember, I was five. I was five. This is Disney's Aladdin, which is a fantastic game, and I still play yeah. it until the nostalgia value. And Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, um, you look at the... That's range uh, right there. Yeah, that is... You, I, think, I don't think you get any more range than that, to be honest <laughs> with you. And um, it's funny that because, uh, you know, that was, looking back at it now, it's, it's a horribly gruesome game. Uh, yeah, it's like, throw apples at your enemies or behead your enemies. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was so fantastic. I would, like, pretend I would be, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. It's, it's amazing. That violence never really affected me or maybe it did maybe that's why i'm so screwed up right now <laughs> playing too much mortal kombat but yeah i got mortal kombat then i got mortal Co mortal kombat 3 ultimatum i think it was and you know what, what we used to do is um they would they would have it was like blockbusters but soviet blockbusters and it was, oh, wow. it, was just, it was just like this corner shop really it wasn't a chain or anything just this guy owned this corner shop where he would you would pay for a subscription and then every month he could get a new game and there weren't really 
the games weren't even in boxes. It was basically he would sit there at the counter and behind him would be just a shelf full of, <laughs> uh, full of Sega cartridges. And a lot of the times you would get one and it wouldn't work. Like, I never played Sonic until I actually moved to England because that guy's cart- Sonic cartridges didn't work on my console, you know? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I guess that, those are my early gaming experiences. Um, it's uh, So, you know, the Sega Mega Drive. And then once once I came over to England, I got a PS2. That was interesting. And then I, I guess the PS2 led to my love affair with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, uh, that led to one thing, and like, that led to another, and I guess that led to this right now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, okay, my my second question that my second question that I have for you is, uh, what feeling did they evoke? Those games evoke on you when and back then when you started playing, and and what about today? It's 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 interesting because um, I guess if we go by those first two games that I got. Um, Aladdin is one of those uh, I, I still to this day love Disney cartoons old Disney Renaissance 90s you know Aladdin, Hercules, Tarzan Hunchback yeah. and all that kind of stuff So, um, but that game it's, do you know what the funny thing is what it invokes me the most is the soundtrack that 16 bit oh, soundtrack of I the know actual, what you're talking about yeah, of the cartoon it's like every time I play the game I just start dancing to it nodding it's it's the craziest beat, you know. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised I'm surprised Kanye West hasn't sampled it yet. That guy will sample anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but well, you know, well, I guess people say that uh, that's that's the best form of. Uh, uh, I guess if you if you steal from someone, you admire them. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's interesting. So pretty much sound is is what what. Yeah. Uh, makes you makes you feel, you know gives you feelings about the games. It's it's sort of something I I have in common with you. Like I I like the sound. I like to listen to the music and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, just sorry. Mortal Kombat 2 didn't really have a lot of sounds like that. It was just like no. Dark. I just had. Ow! Yeah, it was just like dark. Almost. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You turn on the game. It's like. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the music was yeah, yeah. the music was kind of like mysterious and and but, and scary. <laughs> yeah, well, Mortal Kombat because what happened is so I played Mortal Kombat two and three, but then then they started going on PS PS one and and then I didn't play Mortal Kombat properly until this new one, this new Mortal Kombat remake that came out earlier in the year. Yeah, I picked that up and that was the first time I played it again. And I was because my brother is, is six now, and for a moment I thought to myself, like maybe I do to him what I what they did to me, and <laughs> and then and then I actually played that game, and it it's the most like one of the level is basically it's hell, but it's full of blood <laughs> instead of fire, it's just full of blood. It's, it's like decapitated heads everywhere, and I'm like, I, you know, what? I'm just I'm gonna leave it with the Lego Harry Potter. I'm yeah, just, not recommended for a five or six year old. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> It's, it's a good, it's a good step, um, but that's the funny thing. Kids, I like that because he saw me play GTA 4 once, and that's the game he wants to play. And I go to him, you can't play yeah. that. It will. Yeah, more... they, they want to emulate yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I think what he realizes is he saw GTA where you can do anything. And yeah. For me, when I was 12 and I first picked up Vice City, that blew my mind because up until then, it was games like Aladdin or Mortal Kombat where it was just very story. Can, yeah, but it was also very. Rails structured very yeah it was almost on rails it was you know constricted where like you have to go right and jump and reach the end of the level or race until the end of the level there was always barriers and yeah. when I 
I remember when I first played GTA, I was I was I was, I was twelve, and I was all those things, you know, in school, kids yeah. passing along, you, you know. And uh, I remember I got it from my friend. And I gotta it, yeah. I gotta say the the game that was like that for me was uh, the second uh, Spider Man. Mm. Uh, you know, I guess ba is, I don't think it's based on the movie, but it was like Spider Man Two. I guess it was based on the movie, yeah. Mm. On uh, on the PS2, and it yep. was it was it was freeing like that. And it had a, a lot of side missions, mm. and you can go from you know from any point to any point within the city, you know, mm. and do whatever you want. And and yeah, it, it it is very freeing when you start doing that. And then after that, I guess my next game where I could do that it was like the Transformers, you know, the movie game because yeah. I I play games that are uh, uh, you know based on movies sometimes depending on how much I like the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, just depending because I, I I won't play something like Avatar the game or Tron the game, mm. but I did play you know Transformers because I'm like a pretty big Transformers guy or mm. Spider Man because you know I like the movies so much yeah. that I was like well let, let's give it a try to the game. Mm. Yeah, 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 but but yeah, yes, as uh, as you said, it's what it's you know it's this kind of you break this paradigm of uh, they change with the game. And funny you said Spider Man too because I remember. Spider-Man 2, the first Spider-Man, he would he would web the, the the game that was based off Spider-Man 1, he would web sling onto air. Yeah, they, they didn't and, have time to program. Yeah. yeah, and and you can't you you couldn't fall to the ground, right? Yeah. You you couldn't because yeah. you would just die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't yeah. land on ground. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that, I think that's what I saw. It was it was kind of of a cool game, but um, well, let me ask you our next question here and uh. The next question that I had for you was, how often do you play today? What are you playing today? Oh, well, that's, you know, I used to, a couple of years back, I used to consider myself hardcore. But it's interesting <laughs> because once again, that work. yeah, I get, oh, well, back in the old Patriot cast, we had a lot of fun discussions about that. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we'll have some discussions on this show about that as well. Um, it's interesting because, yeah, I was, but even, even when I was proper hardcore, um, what would happen is I would I would do I guess what you do Javier I would follow the industry more than I would actually play. And yeah. I think that was down to the fact that I didn't have money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all I was left to do was just you know follow yeah. the industry and and you know imagine that maybe one day I'll be able to buy all these games. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. But these days you see the thing is I'm in second year of university right now and it's just there's so and, and work as well and it just it really sucks up your time. And the thing is, I I was really afraid to play anything uh, through the term time because it's I, I knew I could just just my grades would just just get destroyed, you know. And <laughs> but I looked around me yesterday. I went around to my friend's house. They're renting down down near campus, and uh, they're uh, you know they're all gamers, and you know they've got like Xbox and they've got new Skyrim and they're you know they play WoW yeah. and just signed up. Uh, Loads of people I know have signed up onto Old Republic, and people that know me know that I'm a compulsive, obsessive Star Wars fan, right? <laughs> Both new, old, whatever. I don't, I don't judge. You know, it's, it's. Uh, but anyway, that's that's another topic for another show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So and everyone's like, you're getting the Old Republic. I'm like, N I have stayed away from MMOs because I'm scared of them because they can yeah. end up like crack for me. Where uh, you know, because <laughs> I've seen I've seen these horrible cases. But I'm kind of going off point. Playing yeah. right now, what I'm playing right now is I am 
because I'm always moving around and so I've kind of delved into more mobile gaming like mm-hmm. yeah I downloaded GTA 3 came out on the uh on the Apple Store and I downloaded that yesterday I haven't really I saw that yesterday yeah, yeah. yeah I, haven't, I haven't played it yet so I'm looking forward to that uh I've gotten Uncharted 3 uh haven't played that yet looking forward to that um Batman Arkham Arkham City again. Looking forward to that, but that, that's you know you're interviewing me probably at a bad time because my all my uh, like sem- my semester finished to today. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but like the last the last game that I probably played, I actually I, I started playing Deus Ex: Human Revolution. Finally, I got it on I got it on the PC. So I yeah. started playing that. Uh, I, I'm still not very far in it. I'm like on the second second mission, I guess. It's right after he gets the mechanical arms for those who are playing it. Um, but but other than that, the, the last game I have completed, uh, I, I was really really into playing was was probably as far back as I'm thinking, like Red Dead Redemption. That was the last game I I, I properly played. I think. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. I played a lot of Lego games with my brother as well. You're interviewing <laughs> a bad person, Javier. I... No, it's 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 fine because you know what? Sometimes you l- just lose track of what yeah, you're playing. Yeah. You don't even you know, mm-hmm. you don't even know. And and some there's some things that you don't even consider. Like if somebody was asking me today, well, what are you playing? I think that I would start with uh, my PS3 games. I would start, yeah. Well, I've been playing the Metal Gear Solid HD collection and blah oh, blah blah. Yeah. And I'll probably end up saying, you know, my iPhone games uh, for last. Yeah. Which, by the way, for people that are listening to me right now, I bought the iPhone 4S, and oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's incredible. It, it's incredible, and yeah. and and I know there's one person that is gonna be yeah. happy when oh, he oh, hears yes. hears he, me say that. <laughs> he who should not be named. Yeah, he who it's... should not be named. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, Jordan actually... White. Yes. Damn it. Um, no, but actually, it's funny you said that because uh, now that you're saying, it, I remember I play a lot of games with my younger brother uh, who's six, and yeah. uh, we play a lot of NBA Jam uh, for the PS3. Mm. We play a lot of Pro Evolution Soccer, which is I guess yeah. w- winning eleven in Japan. Yeah. Uh, we play a lot of the Lego games. Uh, I've got to get them Lego Harry Potter. Five, yeah. Yeah, five to seven. Uh, is that good? Have you played that? Have you? Is it good? I, I I have to buy the second mm-hmm. the second part. Yeah, yeah I have to yeah. about it. But but we we've gone through all the Lego games, so and he's yeah. to those ones. Uh, and and just to to give you a tease, I think there is gonna be a a Lego Lord of the Rings okay. uh, franchise yes. of games. Yes, I read that. I I read yesterday they started. They're gonna start selling the um the actual Lego pieces yeah. for Lord yeah. of the Rings. Lego are just every like they're part of oh my every, god, you know. I'm I expect- still I still don't get people they say that they hate him and haven't even played it or people that you know that don't like it. I'm like, are you kidding me? These are like the best games ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna expect Lego to part or just like you know, I'm just looking at my like bookshelf now. Lego Metal see. Gear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Lego Metal Gear, Lego just just like really weird obscure stuff like Lego. <laughs> Uh, the uh, well, Harry Potter has already been done. There. I'm just looking at my bookshelf, and they're just Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. <laughs> All those things have been done. Yeah, they they got a lot of franchises. Well, they're getting well, Marvel now as well. Marvel and DC uh, are Lego as well. I saw. I yeah. Saw so, but yeah, they're winning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, since since I uh, I mentioned back then uh, or back there the uh, my new iPhone 4s, there's uh, something that I that has to do with iPhone uh, or at least. With with something that the i iPhone or the i family <laughs> brought us the Mac family and mm-hmm. it's podcasting and I wanted to ask you about that. Um, 
my question is what in, what really inspired you to you know to start podcasting because I know you had a lot of shows but what you know what was the the first one that in that you started recording and why were you inspired to do I that I was inspired because I thought I was better than everyone and that my opinion should be heard above everyone else's because I'm <laughs> that, that awesome right no, I, <laughs> I I think I was inspired because I've I've um I've never been uh, an ultra, I've never been your stereotypical kind of young ultra social person where I, I don't really drink alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Not to say that I'm just one of those sad people, maybe <laughs> I am. But, uh, you know, I was never one of those people that goes out and just destroys themselves mentally and physically partying. And, you know, I always, <laughs> I always like more subtle things, I guess. That's just a way of me saying I don't get out much. That's, that's, I'm just trying to mask it there. And, uh, I, I was always, I was very passionate about, certain things and living in a you know outside london in a in a suburban slash rural village borderline place um you don't find a lot of friends that are into your same you know into the same things as you i mean for example yeah. the thing with me is my school my secondary school which is i guess it was like the mix between your middle school and high school Yeah, uh, yeah, that was considerable time away. Uh, I had to take a coach there, and it would take an hour to get there because that was like the like the best school that we could go to, that, <laughs> and it was so down wow. far. So yeah. you have to take you yeah. have to take the horse and the carriage and, and the carriage. Yeah, and you know, sometimes one of those like one of those uh, like illegal taxis that you know you have people people are wheeling them around and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so my school my school was very far away. So the friends that I did make in school we're always far away it's not like you know we come back from school and we could come over each other's houses and you know if we wanted to come over each other's yeah. house we'd have to try to arrange to get on the same and there was no there was no online back then yeah this is so this was like this was uh two uh, well the, the beginning of the story stems from you know early to mid 2000s so I, you know so like, i had friends and we we share these interests and we all play these you know games and all that kind of stuff but you couldn't really easily do this you know you couldn't really easily uh, talk to, to your friends about your yeah. interests outside of school and then in school you know it's all lessons and it's just break time and lunch so um but then there was the internet and you know we live in this amazing age where this uh, almost limitless communication that keeps on just getting better and better and better and i i just wanted to find people that shared my interests and but I, the thing is Forums are fine, but with, when you do a forum or a Facebook group, you don't get that same feeling of, uh, I guess, friendship, feeling of communication, because it's, you know, you read something and then you forget about it two minutes later. Yeah, no, or you rage about, uh, against it and, and okay, you most start people, most people making enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the fact is, you know, through text, you don't really, you can't, you don't really get to know the person. Yeah, you know, I agree. Pale? Are they female? Are they from a different country? What do they sound like? You know, so, um, so I, I wanted to do a podcast, uh, and I was interested in, in just in a bunch of things. You know, Metal Gear was one of them. I was big into comic books, music, that kind of stuff. So I and I was inspired by podcasts. I, I when I first got my iPod in two thousand Christmas of two thousand and five, when the original Nano came out, that that was I was one of the probably billion people that got that that Christmas. Uh, and I got that, and I started downloading podcasts. I was like, "Wow!" And I downloaded. I, I used to download three podcasts. I downloaded the Dragon Ball Z podcast because that's that's how you roll. 
Uh, <laughs> it was called Dysentry UX. EX. I downloaded that. I downloaded the Harry Potter podcast called Mugglecast. And I, I downloaded um, one more. I forget, what, I forget what that third one was. But yeah, so I downloaded those. And that was really interesting where it was almost like, uh, it's almost like I was, it was a, it was like a once one way conversation where my friends, well, they weren't my friends, but you know, kind of my friends and people that were interested in the same things as me were talking to these interests to me. Like for example, you know, I was really into Harry Potter and I still am. I'll, I'll admit that to anyone, even though if you see me, I'm like this really huge six foot four stereotypical Russian <laughs> big guy. But I love. The yeah, sport. you look like you're gonna kick somebody's ass in any moment at any time. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I, I love that. And, like, in school, Harry Potter, a lot of the times, like, you, you would have people that, like, casually, like, they watch the movies and stuff. But I, I didn't find anyone who was really passionate about it. So that's when I turned to websites and podcasting. And in 2005 was when the big podcast boom happened. So, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, this was 2005, and I was only 13. So I wasn't really confident enough to do, I was too scared to do my own podcast. But I love that experience of listening to almost friends because when you listen to someone for a while like that, you get to know them. Uh, you get to know them. And I've been experiencing that lately quite a lot with uh, like a podcast like Kevin Smith, uh, The Fourth Cast, which is a fantastic uh, Star Wars podcast where you know you listen to these people for years on end and you, you get to know them so well. And it's really, really um interesting and strange in the way that you know these people almost as as well as you would know family or friends but they don't even right. know you exist you know so it's 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 a very sublime feeling in a way uh so yeah and i really love the idea of podcasting and then i believe it was 2009 where i uh i had uh i'd finished all my uh the education for that year and it was the summer holiday and i'm one of those people i always like to keep myself occupied and busy because i feel bad when i'm just sitting there wasting time so yeah. for that for that summer i decided to give myself a new hobby and start podcasting and um and i yeah. and the, and the fact is by 2009 podcasting has already been, had already been popular for about four to five years so most podcasts that that were that I would have been interested in doing were already made and they weren't just made, they were running and they were very high level, successful. well yeah. produced, successful with a very large fan base. So if I would have wanted to do a Star Wars podcast, there were like 20 Star Wars podcasts ranging from, you know, the ultra successful that interview like the Force cast that interview, you know, like Star Wars actors, George Lucas, Mark yeah. Hamill, people who make everything and then you get the niche one so I, I didn't really feel like there was any point in me there was nothing there that I could could have there was no space I could have taken up as my own nor there was anything I could get out of it because I could just listen to those shows and I looked around at things I was interested in and funny enough Metal Gear was one of those things where I'd listen to that, that was the third one I used to listen to the, the IGN podcast they, 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 mm. they, they were one of the first big websites that did podcasting there and um uh, they, they, the thing of listening to something like the IGN's podcasts were because they were general gaming, so you would listen, but there was a lot, you know, there, there would be games you wouldn't be interested in, you know, they, they would talk about news, but a lot of the times, you know, if you don't play something like Bayonetta or you don't play something like Resident Evil or you don't play Final Fantasy, actually, I'm, I just realized that I'm, I'm like hating on three Japanese games, <laughs> but you know, you know, if you don't, if you don't play something like, uh, Elder Scroll, or you know, just 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 randomly. If you don't enjoy something, and they spend twenty minutes talking about it, you kind of feel left out because uh, there's inside jokes, there are memes, all that kind of yeah. stuff. And you're listening to it like an idiot. 
So uh, I thought to myself, well, it would be interesting doing a, a more a podcast that was more niche uh, about just a single game franchise. And I thought Metal Gear was going to be appropriate because Metal Gear was it's probably one of the most successful, well-known and longest going game franchises in the industry. So I thought to myself, the pool of discussion would have lasted for a while and it ended up lasting for a, for a while. So yeah. I guess that's how I started that. And I started that in 2009. It was late summer of 2009. Right now it's the end of 2011. And I finished the Patriot cast uh, about a month ago. So that show went on for about two two, two and a third, two and a quarter years. So Yeah, that's a yeah. good run. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, we, we reached the 100th episode. And yeah. I've got to say, you know, that, that show was, I mean, you know, it's two years of, of my life. And it was probably it was about a year of your life as well, Javier, because you joined at about the year mark. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's looking back at it now, I mean, in, in the end, I had to kill the show for several reasons. But there were some very, very fun moments. And I've made a lot of great friends like you. And it's it's been it's been very educational. So and I think podcasting is really is really kind of I don't want to say killing the radio because that's almost sounding cliche because everything digital is killing everything old school now. It's like yeah, YouTube is killing television. Uh, you know, iPad is killing actually iPad is killing everything. If you listen to some people, you know. Yeah, Phil Blog is killing America's funniest videos. Yeah, 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 everything. So everything, <laughs> everything digital is killing everything. But I think podcasting, it's not, it's, it's almost like the next generation of radio because once again, in in the uh, days of old, in the the in the land of yesteryear, if you will, um, what would happen is you would have radio. Uh, you still have radio, but you would have radio, and the radio would have their own selective programming. So you know, yeah. five o'clock, top forty. What if I don't care about Top 40? Well, yeah. listen at 6 o'clock to the evening news. What if I don't care about the evening news? Well, there is this like weekly show that happens once a week for half an hour that they, they talk about like the latest movies. So you have to wait. But with mm -hmm. podcasting, it's you create, you know, you create this niche and you create this, uh, you know, people hear what they want to hear and people talk. And the best thing is anyone can become their own broadcaster. And anyone can become successful, and anyone can talk about whatever whatever they want. And you know, if if people are willing to listen to you, then that's great. So I think that's the really big, big innovation of podcasting. But does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it, it it did answer my question. And actually, and a, and a bunch of others you didn't ask or care for, right? Yeah, there, no, there's other there's other questions that that I I had, and and I think I kind of already had a sense for the answer to those questions that I have for, for, you know, coming up, but I still want to know, you know, pretty much anything that I can, because this is, like you said, this is a learning medium, pretty much. It's, it's like you learn and you get informed about so many things that, you know, y you wouldn't get from, you know, maybe just watching TV or listening to the radio. And, and one of, one of the things that, uh, what, what were you going to say before I ask this question? Sorry, I was just, uh, you said it's the, whole, the, the whole internet is kind of like selective media catered to you because yeah. television, just like radio, they were selective media catered to everyone, but you can't cater to everyone. And But with the internet, is you choose your own news, you choose your own education, you choose your own everything, you know? That's correct. And, and, that's, and Yeah, that's and the they, amazing thing about it. And it, it fits into this next question that I'm going to ask you. Uh, how did podcasting change your lifestyle? 
Javier, podcasting isn't a life, <laughs> isn't a choice. It's, it's a way of life. You then get to choose to be a podcaster. <laughs> I'm rally about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a bad joke. Uh, podcasting, how does it change your life? It, I think both podcasting and just being on the internet and, and being part of, of this community has made me has made me realize that it's so very easy. In a way, it's very easy to buy a computer, uh, get some free recording software, and upload yourself online. And it's also very easy to share your opinions online. And it's also very, very easy to be mean and spiteful and, quite frankly, just bitter and cynical and hurt people who you don't know and don't fully understand what's going on. And doing podcasting and being, I think, has made me understand, has made me value the the effort that people put into things like movies, music, books, creating anything, games, uh, and where you would have, a lot of the times, people who you know, they would create podcasts in which they would just literally, they would start off the podcast. Hello, welcome to this generic podcast number five. Well, this new game came out. Isn't it appalling? Yes, it's really <laughs> appalling. We had no involvement with it. We, uh, quite frankly, none of us have played it. Oh, this one guy played it once at an airport while he was waiting for a train. Okay, and it was like a, one of those uh, free display kiosks. Uh, but it's so bad. Why is it bad? Oh, because it stands against everything I believe in. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, today, but tomorrow a new game is going to come and it's going to stand against everything I believe in tomorrow, you know. And there is this, unfortunately, even though the Internet is a great, great, great innovation, probably the greatest innovation we've had since the, the, the locomotive or like the wheel, it also has, just like everything, a flip side to it, a negative second edge negative side effects where it's created this generation of people it's just so easy just to hate on things just to say you know yeah. it's crap it's crap i think it's bad uh i yeah. i don't know how much work they put into it i don't care but i'm just going to diss it i'm just going to post <laughs> um, and the worst thing is when actually people start to put effort not into creating something of their own not into appreciating something where people put in effort into actually Things. Destroying it. Destroying yeah, it. it, it you know, it kind of reminds me that somebody that I met sometime, but I don't remember who exactly this, was. This, 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 this is no personal attack against anyone. <laughs> this, this is I've just so many people like that online. This is a general, general, uh, general, general. No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We're not here to this anybody. We're just making no, jokes, but. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> and and it, it's something that I kind of I kind of understand now, especially you know after uh, what a year plus doing the Patreon and now starting this new podcast, it makes you it, it gives you like a sense of purpose once you start you know doing something like this and and and, and then you want to keep doing it and you want to keep doing more and more and it's like almost like crack. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's the best analogy ever for it, I guess. Um, but the, but that's the thing as well. Once you realize that, you also try to make this thing you're working on to be actually constructive, and that was one of the reasons why I had to yeah. let Patriot, the, the Patriot cast go because it turned into this cynical 
hate fest a lot of the times where you know it would just we would go on and just start talking about these things and it would just derail into oh this is bad and i really didn't really want that because i've i've never made a game it's it's an incredibly hard process and people slave away for years at it you know they, they neglect families they they you know just give away years of their life and just work and work and work and work and this can be applied to any anything i I like to write. Uh, I consider myself a bit of an amateur writer. I'm working on a novel right now. And Good. the sheer amount of work that goes into the craft is so, so delicate. And so, it's just so, it's almost like, uh, 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 this sounds again cliche and pompous, but it's all uh, also a, a bit like, you know, having uh, a child where it's, you know, you, you're caring for this thing. It's your own thing. And yeah. there's so much work that goes into these things. And when you have people just outright, they said, I understand if you don't like something. And if you don't like something, then yes, you are entitled to express your opinion because we all live in a free country, except like, you know, Libya and all those places. They obviously don't, but you know, <laughs> they're, they're fighting against it, which is great. Uh, but, yeah. you know, both me and you live in a free country where people express, people can express their, their, their dislike or something, but express it and move on, I think. It's it's not that bad. Nothing. No, no. A movie can't rape your childhood. A, a piece of entertainment can't rape anyone's childhood. You cannot travel backwards in time, you know, and and do horrible things to you. It's is this thing. People are just becoming so so overly negative. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but that's <laughs> to summarize it up. That's that, that's what I learned. That you know you you've got to be careful. You've got to. And th- that's what I know, Javier, I hope and know that this is what's going to you know, happen t- to your show where you have to have a balanced, balanced discussion of, you know, things you like. And I think those are the podcasts that succeed. Well, uh, you, you know me, I, I barely hate some, you know, I barely hate things. I, I, I could care less about hating things. I, I rather uh look at things uh, more objectively yeah. and and you know try to make sense of them and yeah. and if if I don't like them then that's mm-hmm. my own you know my own choice and opinion but I'm never going to force somebody yeah. to not like something or to agree with my opinion the fact is i never understood why people if you don't like something then you you don't participate in it you don't talk about it you don't because you don't like it you don't want it to be around you forget for example i'm not the biggest fan of twilight okay i know lots yeah. of people that aren't but what I do is I watch the first two movies and I think this is all right. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not going to probably watch the other ones. Maybe I'll watch it sometime with friends, but that's it. But I don't talk about it. I don't tell everyone how awful it is or how I don't like it. I don't go online and post, you know, so uh, that's it. If, if you don't really enjoy something, then you don't, you don't talk about it. Mm, but, that's exactly but, right. Yeah. But now we have this reverse thing where people don't enjoy something. And what they do is they start up a website about it. Yeah. <laughs> they and, start Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, I understand something like going back, you know, like a liberation oh, country I, or oppression. Or I think this is just first world problems, have you? I really do think that's, yeah. that's what it is, you know, because in the olden days, you know, you would have people fighting for, you know, equal rights, you know, like exactly. money, <laughs> food. <laughs> and these days, now people are putting protesters like Hideo Kojima, give us back Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> online servers. We're going to sign a petition and we're going to march onto Washington. <laughs> and it's like, you know that life has become a lot easier in the last Yeah, it's, year. it's what they call first world problems, you know, yeah, like uh, uh, Twitter feed. I, I've got that Twitter feed. It's, it's <laughs> because the thing is, almost every single one of those Twitter updates is true. 
Yeah, right? and it makes me it makes me think about people that you know you know yeah. that yeah. are in countries where you know maybe they don't have food and maybe they don't have yeah. uh, clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and and that's a perfect se segue. And I don't know how, but I I consider it a perfect segue to my next question for you. And it's uh um. How did your uh, the Patriots became your main podcast? Because I know you had different podcasts. Yeah, it was is, kind of, uh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a, a taste day for me. So what what I did is um uh, I, I again I think that's that's a big problem with me. I, I sometimes I become over eager when I'm passionate about something because I have a lot of passion in me. And when I become passionate about something, I like every other Ukrainian. Yes, yeah, yeah. When I become passionate <laughs> about something, I kind of just try to do it all as much as I can, all the time. It's, it's just, it, I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so with podcasting, is um, I, I, I did a, I tried to do something. It was called the Peppercast, which was a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> fan podcast. And what happened then is I had a good time of that. But what happened is I started at a really bad time because I started that in. I think it was like 2008, nine, and what happened then was um, the actual band were on like their biggest hiatus in their history. <laughs> Between 2007 and 2011, they had no album, so I started yeah, that. Not even when they lost their guitar player, yeah, where they yeah, had such a hiatus. Yeah, exactly, and uh, but then again, they lost like seven. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Uh, But so what happened is it was fun for like the first 10 episodes. It was really, again, it was really great meeting the community and talking about all of these things. But then by like episode 10 or 15, we'd come up there and we're like, okay, so Flea has been seen leaving the Lakers game. What do you think that has to do with the new album? Do you think he'll write a song about the Lakers? You know, or do you You know, it, we really have nothing to talk about, and we would talk about we we talk about all the albums, we would talk about all like the live shows and that kind of stuff. So at that point, I, I kind of had to, and I, I, I my like my school, I, I was I was in in the last stages of secondary school, which is high school. In, so I was doing my big exams and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of put that to the side. Uh, what else did I do? I did a again. It was just because I was just a lonely child, and I needed to find <laughs> friends online. It was just, I was just how did I not get just like living on the ranch? No, yeah, no, but no, yeah. no other houses. Exactly. I was a country, I was a country mouse around. Mouse. <laughs> yeah, country mouse. You know, um, looking for them city mice. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah. So uh, what else did I do? I did a. I think I began because I, I, I was really passionate about comics. But once again, comic books. Uh, There was like a billion podcasts about comic books. So yeah. uh, my favorite comic book hero was Batman. But again, billion podcasts about Batman. Although, who's my favorite second favorite comic book hero? Iron Man. Okay, I'm going to do an Iron Man podcast. The Iron Man podcast, If I I think if I... For that was time and energy. I, mm. it, it could have still been going because what happens is, you know, we get a new Iron Man movie every two years. Uh, yeah. We get comics like every week because Iron Man is in about... Four different runs. At least the last time I checked, there's like the Incredible Iron Man, there's like the Invincible Iron Man. They'll do like Iron Man in in the 60s or in in like yeah. pirate times, like they like to do. And then there's <laughs> the Ultimate Avengers, Iron Man. yeah, Ultimate Iron Man, the Avengers. So, and I tried that, and the thing is, it it was a bit like work because what I had to do is, so when I read comic books, I'm lenient. What I would do is because the thing is. If, if if you're reading a series, so a series, a comic book series, a comic book run would have uh, eight comic books in one storyline, okay? And they would come out 
a month apart. So every month you get a new, or every month, or every two weeks, or every week. It depends. They differ, but I think mostly it's a month. Um, and but for me, it was like we're not living in the days. We're not living in the fifties now, where you watch an episode and you're like, "What's going to happen to our heroes tomorrow?" <laughs> Find out tomorrow, and will they survive? These days, people don't want to wait for anything. We want it now. So yeah. for me, comic books. A lot of times, what I'll do is I'll wait for a run to like be halfway through or to finish, and then I'll just read all eight of them. I would buy like a, tra- you know, I would. What they do with runs is they'll make like a like a best of, or they'll put the whole run into a paperback. So I'd buy that, you know, I'd read that. But when I did the Iron Man podcast, what happened is I would literally have to every week get the new comic book, read it, make notes on it, look up at the news. So, and that was a hefty process because that's something that's got a schedule to it. Yeah. Once again, I had all these other podcasts going and school and family and that kind of stuff. So, Unfortunately, I kind of had to let that show go. Maybe in the back of my mind, I'll start it up again once again. But I don't know. But I do love. I, I love comic books. Metal Gear. Uh, why did I? Metal, Metal Gear was interesting because so the Metal Gear podcast, the Patriot Cast, I started off talking to my phone because my <laughs> the laptop I had at the time didn't even have a microphone. So the very first couple of episodes was just me talking in a very bad audio quality to my original. <laughs> Was it an iPhone back then? I think it was an iPhone. Yeah, it was my original iPhone. iPhone first, you know, like the 2G iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would talk into it, record, then upload the audio onto my laptop. Then from the laptop, I would upload it onto like a, a service. I didn't, it wasn't even, it was like one of those, like, like Podomatic or something. I would upload it onto them, but then I would is run that, out. Of, is that the one that started charging after a while? Yeah, what happened was like, they'll give you, <laughs> they'll give you like, once I started to become more popular and people download the things, what would happen is, like they would realize it like oh he's getting popular well we're gonna have to charge him so uh, <laughs> so then I kind of switched to well independent my own so, you know yeah and mm-hmm. now like a boss um, <laughs> yeah but uh, so I think with the, with the Patriot cast is it was it was the fact that it was it was kind of like the balance between that Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast and the Iron Man where there was information coming out. But it wasn't so scheduled. It wasn't this timetable of regular things you had to cover. Yeah. Uh, there was a community there uh, that that existed and would exist. And so it, I think that's that's what happened because Metal Gear was this. Um, it was this. It was just this balance that I think worked best. And you know, in retrospect, you know, Metal Gear isn't like my life. You know, it's a fantastic franchise and it's something that's had a big impact on me as a person and as a gamer. But, you know, I like Metal Gear as much as I like Iron Man or Batman or Star Wars or, you know, anything. So, um, but I think, I think, I think it was just things worked for the Patriot cast. And again, so what happened was I did like the first 15 episodes of the Patriot cast talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, shamelessly would just go and just advertise myself on other people's forums. <laughs> You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, I would just go up there. I was like, oh, I'm thinking, what do you guys think about this new thing? I think huge banner, you know, my banner, the banner I had for for one of the Patriot Cast shows was so big that it didn't actually, it stretched one of the forums. (laughs) I got an email from the moderator saying, dude, resize your banner. You're stretching our website. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> just like huge snake face, you know, and he was listening to like a, an iPod. 
Yeah. So that at was least he's not, at least he's not uh, at least he was not kicking you out of the uh, yeah. uh Yeah, yeah. So like how, is, how I mean, <laughs> you have the websites. There are a lot of I, I think I pretty much posted on every every Metal Gear fan site, popular, unpopular. Some of them just were were dead, and I still posted on them. I don't want to name any names right now, but some <laughs> websites, some websites were more lenient than others. Uh, some websites weren't lenient at all. <clears throat> Unofficialmetalgear.com, org, whatever. Uh, <laughs> those guys, but I, I can't blame people because I, I understand. You know, you work hard on this. Once again, you work hard. You know, it's your thing. It's something you work harder than some dude just comes up and he's like, oh, I'm going to get you hits. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you yeah. want to get hits from other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just have one last question for you before we move into our uh, main topic that I want to discuss with you. And my last question is uh, you had to end your podcasting career, right? But would yeah. you return to podcasting? Would, would I reunite again and tour the world at extremely high prices? Uh, and play my greatest hits, you know. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, see, that's an interesting question because I do find myself thinking about that every now and then. Would I restart? But again, I mean, I've got to be honest, it's not much of a career. You know, <laughs> when, when we ended the show, we had like a total of 50 listeners. I mean, we peaked at a couple of a couple of, of G's of listeners. We had a couple of grand <laughs> That's what we what happened to all those people? Where are they? <laughs> I, 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 something went horribly wrong at one point, and people just how stopped. come they're not following me? <laughs> That's what I, I just tried to sell, which the, the, the most loyal of the loyal, and you're listening to them right now. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to list all of your names, but the loyal of the lo- lo- loyal of the low, the most loyal, you know, Patreon listeners are listening because this is you know I'm passing on the torch. So that's what I tried. To, my, my last kind of gift. My Excalibur to Javier was just like, take <laughs> last of my power of podcasting and apply it to your own show. And it's kind of like a kickstart because, you know, I wanted I wanted for you, to, because, you you know, you spend all this time with me. I wanted, and you already had training, so I thought it was fair that you wouldn't have to start from zero like I did. Because literally, when I started podcasting, it was, the Red Hot Chili Peppers was a bit different because, uh, and uh, the Ironman was a bit because I found some friendly people and friendly forums that were willing to kind of just let me. The, the Red Hot Chili Peppers one was actually they were very friendly. The moderator, the moderator for StadiumArcadium.com, which is hands down the best Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, fan site. I think the only one these days actually. Um, you know, he, he was a fan. He, he wasn't is a fantastic guy. Where uh, you know he he literally he made a web page for me there. Uh, I had banners on the website and everything, you know. Awesome. So, yes, yeah, so, so that was fantastic, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful to him, and I hope you know it would be nice if more people were like that. But with the Metal Gear one, is literally I had nothing. I had a pod, an iPod I was talking to, you know, and uh, <laughs> a feed that would tell me that no, we're gonna we're gonna put adverts on this now because too many people are listening. <laughs> so I, I, at first, I had no one listening, and I had to literally just sh- that's why I shamelessly plugged myself. But going back to <laughs> Would I start podcasting again? The thing is, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to be, you know, a guest on your show or something. Like, you know, I'll be like the Obi one. I'll be there. You can, you, know? you can be a regular guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, be, I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Ben Kenobi telling you constant lies about things that end up being true in the end. You know, you can, you uh, can be my sidekick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, but, but. Uh, one day I would like to, but it will have to be something relevant, worthwhile. Maybe yeah. something, because again, you know, I want to create. I feel like right now I want to explore some different things. 
uh, other than other, other than podcasting. I said I'm I'm going into uh, I'm becoming a hermit, like a tech hermit, really, because I, I want to focus. I know this sounds cliche again, but I want to focus on my writing, <laughs> and I want to focus on my <laughs> university studies and all that kind of stuff. So right now it's but I have to be passionate about it because we I exhausted my passion for Metal Gear because we literally talked about everything we could have. Every single boss, every single game, every single yeah. story, and every single possibility, every single everything, you know? So, um, but I, w- I would definitely like to. I see, I, I really would, but, you know, it, ha- it has to be the right people and the right topic and the right passion. Correct, correct. And uh, uh, that that ends all my questions for now okay. that uh, I had about you, your past, your podcasting career. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a great it's it's a great um it's, it's a great story of passion and love and interest and uh, uh backstabbings and <laughs> a bunch of things that we didn't even get into but um yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully hopefully we'll have a little bit more time in the future you know maybe a second discussion oh, yeah. uh, r- right now what i want to do is um <clears throat> we're um um we're going to move on into into something something else so um <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna just uh wing it here. Uh, I want to kind of like uh make it seem like a break and maybe put some music in the middle so I'll shut up for a couple of seconds. And we're back. <laughs> that that's how easy and how seamless the podcast is going to be. So um, what I'm going no transition to... whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the music will come and and then just be played in you know on, on the uh, um, uh, the second stage, which is uh, the editing and all that stuff. Like elevation, um, you know. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Something. Something that Andrew said he was gonna write for me or something yeah. like that. I'm gonna know. be. Like, I'm gonna be the John Williams to Javier's uh, uh, Jaws and Star Wars. No, please, TV. please, please be the Harry Gregson Williams to my. Oh podcast. yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, correct. Um, so, yeah, the second part of our discussion, and uh, I, I consider it very appropriate that uh, Mr. Andrew Blythe is here with me. It's going to be about this uh, new development uh, that happened during the VGAs uh, approximately one week ago, uh, which was the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance uh, trailer that we saw. Oh. Uh, pretty extensive trailer uh, compared to other all, all the other trailers that I saw, and it was pretty much like a world exclusive premiere. Mm. Uh, a lot of eyeballs were in, uh, into that show. Um, I didn't really understand the purpose of that show because I saw just like three or four uh, um, monkeys giving around, and, and the, those are the awards that they give in some sort of monkey with a joystick, and. Mm-hmm. And the the, the 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 show itself was you know pretty strange to me because there was no really like oh and the nominees are and here's the winner you know sort of like the Oscars which have like a very good uh, um, sort yeah. of structure to well, it. Mark Hamill, was <clears throat> the voice of the Joker, he actually yeah. tweeted back saying that he was really annoyed because the actual giving out the awards they didn't do it live. They pre- yeah. They they just it, it was just a montage that they showed to the audience like. Yeah. Sitting there to the TV yeah. audience, the studio audience, and nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was really you know I didn't like it, but what I did like was all the exclusives that they show, all the exclusive trailers. One of them was a PlayStation exclusive, the the Last of Us, with uh, the girl from Juno. I forget her name. Uh, um, Inception girl. 
Yeah, that girl. <laughs> I, I don't remember her my name. My reply is so much better, right? <laughs> the girl, you know, yeah, yeah, the girl from you know, you know, all those. All she's she's very cute, you know, young girl, and 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 in the game she looks exactly like her. So that was one of the best ones. But we're here because Andrew's here. We're gonna talk about that this new Metal Gear Revengeance that uh, it's gonna come out. And um, w- what I want what I want to to do is. Uh, Tell people uh, right now that are listening to this, and hopefully there is somebody listening, um, you can go to uh, uh, konami.jp uh, slash mgr slash, you know, ngus, whatever. Uh, just <laughs> just go and on Google and Google it, Metal Gear Rising, and then and then try to find the, the, the website for it, because there's an actual website for it. Uh, they already came out with a website. There's two videos in, posted. Can you put yeah, it in the show notes? In the, I'll uh, put it. I'll put it on the show notes. I don't know if you have it, but I can actually uh, link you to it. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of information about it. There's two extensive videos. One is the trailer. The other one is like sort of like an explanation of of what happened to Rising. Like what's uh, what's the dealio here? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, uh, what I what I want to do with you, Andrew, is is right now I I want to express my main thought about the game, and I want you also to express your main thought about the game. Right. No no holds bar. If you if you believe it to be a you know piece of shit, just say it. Yeah. If you believe it's it's an awesome game, uh, you can also say that. Yeah. Uh, what what I want to say is that to me, the game itself, the gameplay, the the trailer, the music, the the font. Everything to me about that game says hell yeah, mm. but there is some part of me that says this is not Metal Gear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's my main divide, you know. Like mm. I love how the game looks. I oh. I love I love everything about it. Yeah. Except for that they put Metal Gear on it. Yeah. I don't consider it to be a Metal Gear game, and I don't really consider it to be. Um, more than just a, a cool game that yeah. I would like to play because mm. it's got Raiden, it's got you know Raiden with a sword, and you know there's a lot of speed involved and there's a lot of uh, cutting around things and and you fight a giant ray with a giant sword mm. and uh, you know there's this this samurai character that suspic- suspiciously looks a lot like Vamp although I doubt that it's Vamp it's it doesn't have a bullet hole in the middle of the head. Mm. Snake put in him a long time ago, but yeah, uh, tell me your main thought about the game. What 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 do you think? Well, it's it's, it's actually uh, my thoughts and my opinions are very similar to yours. Where I have to separate myself from it uh, yeah. in a way. So it looks like right now I'm, I'm looking at the official website that they've got, and everything looks. You know, I'm lo- I'm loving the font. I'm loving the way you know the, the even down to the font. I'm even loving the font where it just well, says Metal Gear and. The rising is like lit up. I'm loving the, the way the riding looks. All that you, kind of stuff. Okay, just one quick second. You, as a as a fan of music, doesn't that font scream to you Metallica? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, and I think I wonder if they cleared it. If they had to clear it or something, you know, because yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. very similar. Yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the thing is, I mean, if uh, those people who know. The Patriot Cast, knowing my opinion, where I publicly ban people from talking about rising, uh, <laughs> and it's funny how I was always interested in this back uh, kind of this back 
backstory of uh, the, the I love the in, the inner workings of just things I'm passionate about. Again, I love the, I, I buy DVDs and watch the makings of first. Yeah. And for me, this week has just been just great to watch oh. all this stuff. Just fantastic. And you're saying we've been basically every day we've been bombarded with something new from Kojima. And yeah. it's almost like he's making up for two years of nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And in this typical Japanese fashion, like they're apologizing for it. The game's not even out yet, but they've got this kind of apology thing going on. You know, this, this very typical Japanese, like, oh, we're sorry for this thing, which has no Sorry, effect. sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's, it's feeding that Western hatred where it's like, yes, be sorry for this thing I haven't even bought yet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> taken my... But anyway, yeah. So, but as you said, this, like, just subjectively as a game as a visual as a sound as an experience as, as the trailer it looks it looks badass you know it looks uh, it, yeah it, like you chop up people and it, it looks very much like devil may cry bayonetta because funny enough it's developed by the same studio as bayonetta but you know it's it's, it's that kind of fast-paced action action game and on that point, it looks it looks cool. I like it. I like the speed. I like the style. I like all of it. Uh, I don't think a game has ever really been that brutal where you could cut everyone. So it's going to be interesting for the ratings. Uh, it and and it's a mechanic they said they wanted to to keep from you know mm. from the old development. Yeah. yeah, but as 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 you said again, uh, and before we do this, we have to put into context the passionate Metal Gear fandom. Very passionate. Yeah. We know many people who are very passionate about Metal Gear. Um, and they, We are some of that people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, uh, some people don't separate themselves and don't really realize that this is A, a business, B, yeah. an, ex- an entertainment business where yeah. it's all about, you know, what's, what's the best experience, what's going to appeal to the most people. And... It's very unfortunate because the old Andrew, who was all about the Metal Gear story, the Metal Gear consistency, this is before I started to uh, start writing, start seeing how movies work, how stories work, how screenplays, novels, how plot works. Uh, This is before I started to realize that, you know, plot can be changed very easily to suit whatever is needed at that particular point. Plot doesn't exist, you know, because, you know, Metal Gear fans are so attached to the plot and rightly so. It's, it's it's almost like it happened in real life, you know. It's like, well, damn it, you know, Snake <laughs> Snake did blow up that tank with a, a with a Raven in it. You know, it happened. It happened. If you change it, it's not going to be real, you know. But <laughs> the fact is, you've got to realize it's a plot, and Kojima really wasn't when. It, okay, let's be honest. Kojima is a great game designer, but we have to admit the fact that he was making the stories for these games up as he was going along. Right? He didn't consider a a uh, there to be any sequel because he thought he, he was done with them you know yeah but he would make this one story and then he would make a sequel and he would kind of like try to make them connect but he wouldn't realize the repercussions that that would cause and here we have rising now where so originally this was going to be set in between metal gear solid 2 and and 4 and the fans were like okay well that kind of makes sense but even then the fans were like well he doesn't look like raiden anymore and all that kind of stuff now that the game has been basically rebooted. Apparently, this is being set after Metal Gear Solid 4. So, to me, to me, to me, that's something that's. Um, if, if have you read that as well? 
Yeah, I, I did read that, and and yeah, I know what you're referring to. It sounds very suspicious, you know, that now they're saying, oh no, this game is supposed to be set in the future. Then why did you in the beginning come out with, in the first place with a writing that has a, a red eye and didn't look enough like the writing that we saw on Metal Gear Solid 4? Is is you know it, it's very suspicious that they're saying that. Having said that, I've seen you know the interview or that that video that they posted themselves. It, it is also a video made by themselves, so that you know that tells you how much it, it is to be trusted. But you know they say, oh yeah, we get we I didn't want to be involved with the concept with you know, the game and this and that. Uh, I just wanted to supervise, so I give it to a, to my team. My team are really young and unsure and this and that, and and nobody was coming you know. To the play to like make this seem like a you know yeah. uh, move and move move fast enough and blah 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 and and it didn't you know it didn't match you know we wanted to do the the, the stealth and we wanted to do the the fast paced action like riding it but it didn't match it, we couldn't make it work with the engine blah 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 it was working on uh, the Fox engine then then the people at um, at the Platinum Game Studio say that they couldn't work with that angel that well, so so we had to change it to their engine and and this and that. But you know, come on, if if you're gonna start saying that, then then there's certain things that you have to know how to hide, and they can't hide the fact that when they first uh, showed us that that new picture of of Raiden, uh, he was already you know he already had a red eye and different armor and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Mm, definitely, yeah. But again, this is what happens where this is a concept-first game, where and they even said it like we thought cutting everything that was cool, and then probably yeah. the the business department came up to them and said, "Well, look, stick a Metal Gear name on it because it's going to sell more games than just some other game." Okay, okay, fair enough. Let's go for it. Uh, so, and and that's what happens. Story is just a secondary thing, but unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe I don't know which one it is the Metal Gear fans are passionate about the story. And I think this is going to be a big hit on the Metal Gear community where people are going to realize that nothing is sacred, you know? Yeah. And after all, this is business and this is how things are made. And these are just games after all. And there is a reason for why there is a divide between gaming and movies and books and literature still, because uh, games are still primarily about the entertainment factor of playing a game while movies and books are about the story and the characters. And I, I, it's, I think for me it's, it's a bit sad because Metal Gear has kind of been based on story and gameplay together. They're, they're the two well, things that kind of they work in synergy together. That is something that they say they, they're trying or they, they are going to address because they say, oh, well, we know, we know that we're good on story. We can make a story for the game. We can actually write something good. But, but the <laughs> gameplay, we couldn't make. I, so, yeah, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> well, like, just wait a minute. So why don't you just make it making the game yourselves? You know, it's the game is yeah. driven by story, not by the gameplay. The, the thing is, we what they said, we just said, you know, they're good at making the story. Unfortunately, I can no longer accept that. Trust I, them. Can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. No, it's not trust. I can't take it seriously because of what happened in a Metal Gear Solid 4. So, okay, let's come come from this from, from a story point of view. So, um, every every character has an arc. A, it's a story progression where he changes, where he where he becomes better, he becomes worse. It's a change. It's an arc. 
and um, and we see this all the time in literature, and it goes goes back to myth, where you know the best example of this is something like Star Wars, where you know Luke becomes he's a he's a he's a young naive boy in the New Hope, he's wearing white, then he becomes more learned, he's he, he's wearing grey in Empire Strikes Back, then in Return yeah. of the Jedi he's wearing black, and then he has to make the the ultimate choice to redeem his father by giving up. It's it's all this thing. So it's a character arc, and we see this all the time. Raiden is a, a quote-unquote hero, and I don't mean a hero as in, like, he's, I'm a superhero. It's a main character who has an arc. Yeah. Uh, and Raiden had a very strong arc, a very pro- prominent arc, beginning from Metal Gear Solid 2, where he was naive, he was a rookie, you know, he had all of these potentials of this young hero. Um, yeah, correct. And then he became more and more uh, learned, he experienced things. He, he progressed as a character. And then he went into darkness, where heroes often go, uh, where, you know, he became this kind of machine. He became this beast. Uh, uh, but at the very end, he was redeemed by his family and he became a human being again when he got his old body back at the very end, uh, like the epilogue of MGS4. He was back with his family uh, you know, it, it was you, that you couldn't have wrapped it up more finally than that. You know, and it's because the, thing is, the audience have been invested in this character all this time, and there needs to be some kind of a payoff. There needs to be a sense of finality. You know, so there was this finality, and it was very good. Where Raiden was back with his family, he was human again, and he got to live the rest of his life. He completed his journey, and there was finality done. We're done. Excellent every good and now we get yeah. this and, if, and I, I didn't have a problem with this being between mgs 2 and 4 because of okay well for enough he's a cyborg i mean he looks different but they can say well we went from different prototypes whatever i get it i i, I can buy that but yeah if this is set after mgs 5 it for lack of a better term excuse my language shits all over that hero's journey that the whole of the fandom has been invested in we've spent 10 years and just two games being invested in and it's it's just bad storytelling personally i think because what happens is so what's going to happen it's oh raiden i know like you know you're human now but we need to turn you into the cyborg again because something bad is happening that is just to my personal opinion someone who's coming from the, the writing background is bad just bad storytelling it's like saying if we go to like go harry potter okay so like harry defeats voldemort Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, he, he throws away, he breaks his wand. He throws everything away. He's a free man now, okay? Two days go by. You know, freaking Hagrid runs by and he's, Harry, Harry, Voldemort's cousin, Jeff Voldemort, he's back. You've got to take him out. And he's like, here, we've, we've glued your wand back together. Fight. And it's like, really? What was the point of you know, investing all of this in and Harry, I mean, like a better example would be like Beauty and the Beast because that's what influenced Raiden's story where he was the Beast. So yeah. Beauty and the Beast, you know, they, they get married, he becomes a human being again. Uh, you know, this investment that the audience has, everyone is happy. Like he wakes up in the morning and he's like, "I'm a beast again." What? what, what is it? Why did we watch that first first? Movie? Yeah, exactly. It's it's like. It's like you know, it it says the Ripper is back on the yeah. on the on the trailer and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you know, maybe uh, uh, one of the things that I think about is you know maybe we don't know enough about that you know what's gonna happen. You know maybe maybe we don't know yeah. 
what kind of future he is in. Maybe we don't know, uh, you know, maybe his family got killed by, you know, one of these evil guys, or maybe, you know. <laughs> then then we go into Death Wish territory with Charles Bronson, where we have... <laughs> <laughs> totally 80s, man, or 70s. I don't know what that is. It's not even me, man. Yeah, 70s, where Death Wish is... <laughs> Death Wish was this, for those who don't know, this controversial movie with Charles Bronson where uh, I think it's his family get killed and he basically goes out for revenge. And then in the end, he kind of gets gets revenge. But then what happened is they made like seven more Death Wishes. And what kept on happening is they kept on making up reasons for him to get revenge. So by the end, it got was like, oh, the daughter of the cab driver who gave you a lift is killed. Oh, this time it's personal. You know, that kind of thing. And that is bad storytelling, you know, because the thing is, <laughs> there is a reason for why people go to see movies, to read books, to watch television, because they want, they want something that's, that's almost, I guess, better than life, because they want this kind of finality. They want to see a complete story, they want, because life is so chaotic, you know, life, there, there is no arc in life. There is no beginning, middle, and end. Well, there is. It's called being born, living, and then dying. But there is, you know... Uh, you know, you, you could, you know, you could meet a really good friend, but in the movie, you'll stay friends with him forever. It will be a buddy cop thing. But, you know, you you, you could stop being friends. You could get divorced. You know, people are going to die. I, yeah. I, I, I want to read that, the, you know, the a little bit of here of the... Uh, the um, uh, plot of the movie of Death Wish. It says, okay. a, a New York City architect becomes a one-man vigilante squad after his wife is murdered by street punks in which he randomly goes out and kills would-be muggers on the mean streets after dark. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the thing. So, I mean, I personally, personally, for me, if they're going to make this set after Metal Gear Solid Five. I see no way they could redeem it in my eyes from a story point of view. Um, only maybe the only way they could do it is by do some kind of sci-fi element where it's like, well, it's an alternate universe where, exactly. where, you know, Raiden didn't become a man again. Then, then maybe, but if it's, but then again, it's not Metal Gear though. It's a spin-off from, it's an alternate Metal Gear. Exactly. Universe. Exactly. And, story. and, and, and that, thank you for that because that actually ties into my next, uh, my next set of questions here for you know for this game and what we think. Uh, uh, one of them is like, um, is the concept good? Like for me, I think the concept of the game is excellent. Mm -hmm. It 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 is a good game, just not a Metal Gear game. You know, yeah. it's, it's to me. You know, after that question, my next question is: Is it a true Metal Gear game? I don't consider it being a, a true Metal Gear game. I think for you to have a Metal Gear game. It has to have stealth, like it or not. Metal Gear from what it's known for. It's like Metal having, Gear first like, game, yeah. Until today, it's got stealth. Mm. And if it doesn't have stealth, even Metal Gear Acid had stealth. Yeah. Even you know, even the game that everyone hates had stealth. Yeah. I mean, if you want to consider a Metal Gear game, you have to have stealth. Yes. Yes. It's synonymous with the title, isn't it? It's like again, it's like take take another big franchise. I like. Thing is, people say, "Oh, you're just equating big franchises." Big franchises work very well with things like Metal Gear because they have a lot of parallels. So, if we take something like, uh, like Star Wars, for example, like it's like having Star Wars without the spaceships and the lightsabers, or having Harry Potter without the magic. You know, it's it's that thing where, uh, or having Transformers that don't transform; they just form. <laughs> 
you know. And, They're but, just giant robot, robots yeah, at that point. Yeah, and that's been done already. Um, so, but the fact is that it's actually a bit surprising because when you look back, you know, is this Kojima? Has he just because you know Kojima made loads of games that weren't Metal Gear that he was praised for, you know? So yeah. what stopped them him from just calling it Revengeance Rising? And not put the Metal Gear there. Exactly. And just say, it's, it's a new game. It's about a dude who's... And I think that would have been able to make or, the story better, or more believable. A, a good name would have been just Raiden Rising, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't have to have... And I think, unfortunately, that, that was kind of the syndrome that later Metal Gear games fell into, where everyone was related to everyone just for the sake of it. It's like, oh, guess what? Do you remember Miller? He wasn't actually called Miller. He was called Cars, and he was the boss's yeah. best friend. And I was like, "Yeah, really? I mean, okay." <laughs> and now this is even this is this is going on to another another level where it's just like, "Do you remember Raiden? Well, he's back in another game, <laughs> Death Wish Rising. I mean, Metal Gear Solid Rising. <laughs> Death Wish Rising. <laughs> but it is like no, Death it, Wish. It, it is. Yeah." It is. It is. It is in that. In that, you know, that he becomes sort of like a vigilante. Yeah. We don't know his reason yet, but you know, one of the things that would come to mind to me would be, yeah, like he went crazy. He maybe he killed his own family. Yeah. You know, he still has scars of war in his, you know, in his in his psyche. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that could go wrong with with Raiden at this yeah. point. I think. For sure. Uh, however, like I said, I don't really consider it a true Metal Gear game. It is an awesome game, an awesome concept. But I don't really consider it that. However, and that was my next question here for you and for me. Could you play it with an open mind? I think I definitely could. I could play most games. So I, I think that for, for, for this next game that's going to come out, even though it's going to have the Metal Gear name on it, which shouldn't, I could play it with an open mind. Mm. You see, the thing is, Metal Gear was one of the... You know, I, I, I'm trying not to sound like the the people I've spent the first half of the show like hating on. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to use the word sacred because that's that's too pretentious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it's too pretentious. So Metal Gear was okay. one of Metal Gear was one of the last franchises that was consistent. That's a better word. It was consistent. It was consistent in gameplay and story. Yeah, and, after Metal Gear Solid Three, that was that was very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you would you had things like acid, but everyone knew that there was you know it wasn't it was it was it was a handheld it was kind of like just just there. So those games really almost didn't count. This is a big push. Rising is a really big push. It's the next yeah. generation because right now there's nothing else except Rising coming out. Because when acid was yeah. coming out, everyone knew about MGS4 and all that kind yeah. of stuff. This is the next big thing. Um, and what gamers are going to realize is that just like many other franchises before, companies have to branch out. And I'm not hating yeah. the companies for it. They didn't rape my childhood or anything. It's smart business. They realize <laughs> that, okay, well, we have this uh, intellectual property. Why don't we try to make more cash on, to, on it? You know, let's expand it. Let's. And games have been doing this since, like, forever. You know, Mario. Mario, exactly. Mario has done everything, everything. And, you know, you're going to say, well, Metal Gear isn't Mario. But, you know, even, you know, Resident Evil has been a bunch of different things before. We've had uh, just, just you know, every, loads of Japanese games, like Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy was another game. which just, it follows the same concept. But there's loads of variations on Final Fantasy games. And, you know, people just, I think it's, this is going to be, I think this is more of a 
kind of a, 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 some turbulence for the fandom where they'll ha- they have to embrace the fact that Metal Gear Solid as you know it, and I said this about a year ago, is done. You know, this isn't our Metal Gear. Our Metal Gear is in the past. Metal Gear, the new generation of Metal Gear is going to be these different genres of games. You know, it's going to be this different thing where, and it doesn't have to be bad. You know, yeah. it doesn't like, for example, if we go to movies, Alien and Aliens, one was this kind of almost haunted house horror thing, but in space. Yeah. And in Aliens space. was just this kind of like bunch of Marines go out and just kill shit. For the same, yeah, you know, exactly. To get, to hey, get, Metal yeah. Gear in space. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, it's, um, so it doesn't mean that it has to be bad, but I think we have to just adjust to the fact that Metal Gear is going to be more yeah it's going to be different things i i I definitely agree with you and that's also another thing that i i i wanted to point out here uh can we consider this game canon canon to the metal gear story i don't i don't think so the the fact that i don't think so no matter personally i'm sure other people can but personally again i'm not hating it i'm just saying nothing they can do will make it canon in my eyes because again if they just continue going with the story and it's not just Raiden's story because once again, they shot themselves in the foot by making the biggest climax of any game, as you know, <laughs> ever. Because how much more climactic can you get than this big thing that controls the world has been destroyed? And what's going to happen now in Metal Gear Solid Five? Well, they made another one. It's again, it's like it's it's Jeff Voldemort, Voldemort's cousin. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like saying, well, there was Patriots 2. Well, we made a second AI yeah. that nobody knew yeah. about, and it's but, still floating in space. Yeah, ex- exactly. So <laughs> It's the is, backup. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah, 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 there is backup. It's, a time, it's like an Apple Mac time machine thing. <laughs> just restore it back. Um, but, yeah, so what happens is so if it's going to be like that, I can't see it as canon. And if it, it's it's like the Star Wars, it's like I love all six of the movies, but there are people who despise the prequels, and I understand why they would. But you know, uh, they they. But the prequels you know, were actually canon to the story yeah, of uh, but, of the Star Wars saga. What I'm saying is a lot of people pretend they're not because they like the first three movies to stand alone, and I understand that. And I think that's what Metal Gear fans are just going, just going to have to learn to do. One till four, okay, it just happened one till four, and then whatever happened is. Whatever, because, uh, you know, <laughs> Star Wars gets this a lot as well, because there's loads of books and comics, like what happened after, and Luke and Han and Leia have been on, like, they're 80 right now, and they've been on, like, 70 different adventures, and there's, like, a Sith Lord of the Week in every book that uh, that happens. So I think Metal we're going to have to be selective about it, where we're going to have to pick and choose. I mean, I'm sure Rising is going to be a very fun game, a very, very, just a great game to play. Sure, he's going to win many awards. I'm sure he's going to be critically acclaimed, but just from a story point of view, I don't really see this as. I mean, why don't they do what comic books do, where they what DC have just done that now, where they reboot everything, you know? Yeah, where yeah. It's an alternative universe, mm-hmm. like uh, like the Marvel. I would stuff. love that. I would yeah. love that if if it's an alternate uh, an alternate universe, or or they reboot the franchise and start from you know Metal Gear. 1.1 and then just yeah. like you know yeah. they can do whatever they want it's like they're doing this now with spider-man <laughs> the new spider-man coming out next year no spider-man yeah, yeah. correct yeah. correct yeah and i i couldn't agree more with you yeah. i couldn't agree more i like it when people say that to me um, <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah it's uh if they rebooted it I'll, that that would be fine that would be completely okay fine. 
that, but that's a fair enough point. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting. I think we don't know enough about it yet to make too many judgments. Yeah, so. yeah. We still have to see it. And, and you know, Andrew, you, it's almost like you're reading my mind because my next and last question for, you know, for the main segment of the show, it's will you buy it this game? Will you buy this game? Will you go out and buy it when it comes out? Um, based from what I, uh, again, uh, I don't feel like we, we've, I think I'll buy it for the Q, if, if the consistency of what I've seen can, continues right now, you know, um, I hope there's going to be more to more texture to it than just this hack and slash boss, hack and slash boss uh, thing. Hopefully, um, but I, I I think I will just out of curiosity, and I think that's what a lot of people are going to do. And I'm def- and I definitely think they're trying to start up a new franchise here, because yeah. if you see, it's Rising Revengeance. They Revenge. they want to stay away from Rising numbers. So if if this is successful, it's going to be Rising. Re, 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 revengeance, or it's going to be some other mixture of two words. Revived, that, reborn. That mean, <laughs> it, it, the next game is going to be another mixture of two words that actually mean the same thing. You know, <laughs> it's just going to be like step walking. Which, <laughs> step do you know walking. what? I, I, ironically, ironically, <laughs> that's the big irony. Shagahod. Shagahod is that's what it is. <laughs> that they make they wanted to make a Russian sounding name, which is the step shag. <laughs> shag is step. And hot is walk to move, so it's step walker. <laughs> Stupidest name. It's like it's like I'm, I'm surprised they didn't do that with uh, peace walker. Just like used to like Spanish words that mean the same, you know, like paz and and you know tranquilidad or something like that. You know, like peace and tranquility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like what Sonic did with werehog. Like you know, werehog like, sounds, cool. <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah. And, it sounds cool. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's revengeance. I like it. Well, um, I I think that I would uh, like you said I would buy the game. Uh, not only out of like um, the morbid curiosity to see what they did with 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 Raiden and Rising and the whole concept, but also because you know even though it's not I don't consider it a canon. It's not really a Metal Gear game. It's still that kind of has you know hmm. the uh, some somehow elements of, of having a Metal Gear Related, Ray there playful, and yeah. Yeah, yeah and having having Raiden jumping around and cutting stuff up and you know and it's one of the things that people wanted from the Metal Gear Solid 4 just being able to control Raiden at least for a little bit yeah. and uh, and and I think people are still going to be left with that void I don't think it's going to be uh, you know filled I don't think people are gonna experience the same thing they would have experienced if some, you know, if Kojima would actually have stepped up and done that game himself. Yes. Because I I know that when he does a game himself, the game becomes better. Yeah. It's not just my opinion; it's it's a fact. It's true. He, yeah, does, it's a, yeah. he did Peace Walker. He did it on time, and it's a good game. It's not really a bad game. It's 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 no, got no. It's, it's got yeah. most of the Metal Gear elements that we like and that we want to see mm-hmm. on a game. Yeah, yeah, and it's and j- just to relate this back, I don't want to turn this into a different conversation. But going back to rising, being rising and not being a different game, it's it's almost like the video game industry is being it's 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 mirroring the movie, the, the Hollywood, the movie industry where yeah, yeah. there is like companies and uh, are afraid to create original ideas. It's not that it's not that no one's talented anymore. There's loads of original ideas, but you know, because it's it's a safe bet. You know, people know Batman, people yeah. know Rambo, 
people know yeah. like all, all these characters so we're just going to make the same again because they're scared because if, if they if they bring out metal gear people will buy it 100 percent. but if they bring yeah. out something new then people might not buy it because they they might you know because because after all humans as creatures we all like familiarity because familiarity yeah. means safety and as but- as as the boss and Batman begin said, you're always scared of what you don't know. You know? Yeah, you and it, it it's funny. It's funny because you kind of like set it up with this. Uh, um, what is the name of that movie? Death Death Wish. Death it's, Wish. It's, it's like back in the day, people weren't really scared of making those kinds of movies. You know, yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't a matter of like, oh, what if it fails? What if it, you know, it, it's it's a, a piece of crap. They they actually wanted to make those movies and and you know they took it as seriously as they could and uh, that's what happened when they started it's, making video games dude, too. You know they would make any video game about anything. Javier, and, back sorry back in the day, sequels were considered to be like almost bad at one point. Yeah, like yeah when they when they, when they were making the Empire Strike Back, George yeah Lee, you don't make a second movie. <laughs> yeah, he had a hard time finding anyone to direct the Empire Strike Back because everyone was like, well, you made Star Wars like the biggest thing ever. Anything after it is going to be a failure. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it was exactly. it was The Godfather Two and The Empire Strikes Back and movies like that that really. And now it's the complete opposite. It's like it has to be a sequel because well, it, yeah. At the same time, we started to we're starting to see like a reversion where now there's a lot of independent titles yeah. coming up. Yeah. And a lot of people doing doing their own thing and trying to trying to grow the market and 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 doing something different. You know. Yeah. Uh, this is this is this is where the listeners have to uh, stay tuned for the movie podcast. We're going to resurrect <laughs> the Patriot cast the movie. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we had a fun time with that. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, I, I am I am I am again. I'm still I'm cautiously optimistic about Rising. In a way, all of that negativity that I had towards it back in the old Patriot cast days has kind of been wiped clean because this is. This is you know this is a new studio. Kojima have kind of admitted the fact that they they were in the wrong or not in the wrong, but you know what I mean. They were a bit they didn't work at it very well. Didn't work out. So this is this is like a new game. Um, but yeah, I, I think I will buy it definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's very good, and I I I will also probably buy it when it comes out. Most likely, I'll be in in line waiting for it <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just that kind of sucker for anything that comes out from the Kojima factor of uh i don't want to call it crap but <laughs> crap is a bad word i guess uh i would right. say uh, of things that he makes i don't know well, speaking of uh, things that he makes you saw that like that that screenshot they posted of this his new project where it's like a tank and a guy standing there have you seen that no i have not seen that however i saw his screenshot from the uh fox engine where you can actually see people's underwear <laughs> I'm, I'm, Japanese very, perversion I'm, I'm very aware of his perversion now like he's like oh yeah you can see the girls brass from behind and i'm like seriously that's what you're working on <laughs> but it is it is fun how how he's making such such realistic uh impact on 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 a gaming engine you know it's it's almost like reality yeah it's sick and twisted <laughs> uh, sick and twisted reality yeah um well, I, I think that that's all for the uh, questions that I had about you about Metal Gear Rising, and uh, I think we're we're gonna uh, wrap up this episode. I mean, uh, it has been a lot of fun, been great. Andrew. You're being you're being a, a great a great uh, a great in, invitee. Thank you, um, thank you. What a great. I hope hopefully I didn't babble on too much and bore the crowd. No, out no, no, everyone. no. You you babble on enough. <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. Uh, 
So if if there's you know anything you want to plug, any of your YouTube channels, any of your Twitter feeds, anything that you want um, to plug now, I think this will be the very best moment to do it. Like, I mean, as I said right now, I'm kind of a, I'm, her, I'm, I'm, I'm a hermit. I'm like Master Roshi. Do you remember that? Master Roshi from Dragon Ball Z. Master Roshi. I'm just there in my are you island. wearing a are you, are you wearing a very heavy turtle shell right now? Yeah, I'm living in a pink house. This is Kami house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can find me, but right here it's a it's pink and it says Kami house. <laughs> Love Dragon Ball Z. Um, so like plug in. I mean, I'm just like right now. I'm busy. I'm I'm doing my own thing. I'm, I'm having. I'm I'm writing. I'm I'm a university and all that kind of stuff. It's um. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter if you want to follow me. Although maybe I just stalk celebrities on Twitter because you know that's what you do. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. It's just Andy Blythe, A N D Y B L Y T H. It's just one word. Um, so so yeah, uh, Facebook. I'm I'm I, I'm updating the uh, don't have game Facebook group, battling people's hatred <laughs> every day, every night. I think that's good that you're still you know you're still involved with uh, with somehow the same same uh passion that you were before yeah yeah no i think i think i think in a way stepping back and being you know has really reignited my passion for that but but yeah no have you i've really got to thank you sincerely i've, I've had I, I don't remember the last time i've had that much fun actually being on a podcast uh it's been a while thank you <laughs> yeah it's, it, and you know even my own one i didn't have that much fun for a while so but yeah it's it's I've, I've really had a great time and you know if, if if you'll ever have me back i would i would love to you know sit back down and start to theorize about how the beauty and the beast worked as <laughs> journey and why rising doesn't and you know we'll, we'll play a game don't worry, I'll I'll have you back again, and I'll pick your brain again, and I'll we'll we'll have a blast. Well, we'll have a good time, yeah. But no, yeah. Thank you very much for that. I've, I've had a great time, and I I you know I, I really hope this show has just just becomes the greatest thing ever because I think it deserves to. And you, 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 if 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 you do if if you do as good a job as you did today on on the episodes, I think it definitely will be heavier. Yeah, from your from your mouth to God God's ears. So, yeah. um. Well, uh, thank you, Andrew, very much. Thank you for, for being here. And I also want to thank everybody uh, that is going to listen to this and is going to download it. I just want to tell you, remember always to tell a friend about our show. Remember always, there's you know, there's always somebody that has the same interest than, than, than you have, even if it's online or whatever. And uh, for that purpose, you can uh, direct them to our Facebook group don't have game podcast you can just just go in the search bar and, and type that don't have game podcast and you'll find us there you'll find us on Twitter at dhgcast i'm very excited cuz there's people actually following that <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, seeing, seeing that we don't have like a sorry a theme song, I've got an acoustic guitar here. As you as, as you're speaking, I could like play some like oh, just some, just some chords over it. It could be most like, definitely, uh, most um, definitely. Okay, the, um, nice, nice. That'll get me in the mood. Keep, just keep playing. You can also find us on our blog, dhgcast.blogspot.com. You can go on Google Plus and uh, find us. Don't have game podcasts as well. You can email me, and I will try to answer any questions, try to uh, direct your your concerns and all your opinions and your hate mail, your love mail, your uh, indifferent mail. You can send that to dhgcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been a great uh, experience today. I hope to see you soon. Good night.